Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR, Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. We're doing something different here today. We are going to be joined on the line momentarily, calling us today, not in, not in the studio, but going to be calling us today. From his political estate is my co-host, Anugster Greg. As soon as I can unmute this, we'll be all set. And uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about today. And got some big news coming up. We're going to be talking with Greg momentarily. I don't know why it's not letting me unmute it. Mr. Trivia. How you doing? Good. How about yourself? I'd be doing okay if it would allow me to unmute everything here on the screen. It's not letting me unmute all all the callers. It still has a... It still says mute all with the check sign on there. So hopefully um, you're hopefully you're coming in. I, I don't. I I'm, I have it up on my computer here, and unmute all is checked, and the little box says Connecticut, and it's not got the red box over it. So I think we're good. Well, it doesn't say Connecticut on mine. It says refresh your screen. Huh? Refresh your screen. Okay, uh, I can do that. I guess we hit. Let's try that. Okay. Well, I understand uh, you're a little bit under the weather today, there, Greg. Yeah, a little bit under the weather, and my uh, a little un little unfortunate incident last night with my glasses, where I sat on my glasses, which um, is not allowing me to be able to drive, so. We're uh, doing this. I'm doing the show uh, from a remote today, rather than being at the uh, studios with you. Well, that's good. Yeah, I got it fixed now. It says unmute all. So we got uh, we got some big stuff going on now. Samoa Joe signed with WWE. How's that going to affect? Uh, how's that going to impact the WWE? And uh, what do you think are the plans for Samoa Joe? Um, I don't know. I mean, from from what I understand. He his obviously he signed a contract with um, WWE. Um, it's not an exclusive contract with WWE though. 
which is going to allow him to finish out the independent dates that he's already made arrangements and books, you know, that, that he's already made promises to appear at. So, you know, I'm not sure exactly, you know, what that's going to mean. I think he's going to be in NXT for a little while. Um, I wouldn't expect to see him probably on the main roster until maybe SummerSlam. Right. Scared the shit out of Kevin Owens when he came out last week. Yeah. But uh, so next, so next Sunday is uh, my favorite, the Elimination Chamber, yeah. and they've got a couple of different things going on now. They've got a tag team Elimination Chamber, which you had said last week on the show you'd like to see. So they must be listening to you. In, they must be listening to you in Stanford, right? And they're, uh, doing, they're doing it a little different than I imagined, where they're going to shove four tag teams into a pod. So you, you're going to have you know, the tag teams in a pod. Right. And then do they have a Divas match? I'm sorry, what in, was that? They're going to have a Divas match inside the Elimination Chamber. No, I don't think it's in the chamber. I just think they're having a triple threat Divas match. Oh, that would suck if it wasn't in the chamber. That'd be cool. Well, you can't, you're only having, it's a triple threat match, so you can't really use a chamber with only three people. Uh, yeah, cause I know they're also having Seth Rollins against Dean Ambrose. Right. That night. But, uh, the Intercontinental title um, in yeah, a chamber. They're going to have the Intercontinental one. I guess they said that the winner of that is going to be the new Intercontinental champion. Uh, your prediction, or do you think it's going to be the new champ? Uh, well, I didn't know we were doing predictions today. I thought we were going to wait until next week for that. I, um, so I give okay. it... Um, Okay, we can do that. We can wait till next week as we do our um, Elimination Chamber pre-show at 6 p.m. <clears throat> next Sunday here on PWPR 1640 Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, the top rope report. Give us a call at 724-444-7444. I'm here on the line with my tag team partner, the Nugster Greg, who... Unfortunately, he couldn't join us at the studio today. He's feeling a little bit under the weather, but... Uh, well, it's yeah. not as much the weather. It's, it's the fact that I broke my glasses and I can't drive. So oh. I can't see to get over there. I, I feel, you know, I'm not that much under the weather that I wouldn't be able to do the show or I wouldn't be on the phone with you. It's just without, you know, my glasses, I, I mean, I can't see more than four feet in front of me, and I'll be very unfortunate for that little old lady that'll be crossing the street when I'm coming down the road. Yeah, that's true. So, Greg, we had a chance to uh, chat a little bit this week about um, Destination America and TNA. I mean, are they canceling the whole shebang? Well, as previously said, they, um, their TNA is not performing as well um, on Destination America as Desta- Destination America would have liked. They're, they're, on the flip side, they are their highest-rated show on the network. But I don't know if they expected miracles to happen and and, and all this stuff, but um, they're not happy with the long-term contract they have. They do have an out clause in their contract. I believe it's in September because that'll be, I think it was nine months into their contract they were going to be able to get out of it. Um, But, you know, there's rumors 
that they're going to be canceled or whether they've been canceled and they're just P&A doesn't want anybody to know because then nobody's going to watch it. That That's all kind of up in the air still. Oh, okay, because I could have sworn I saw something about that they were going to be canceling uh, the whole program because I guess... Uh, well, I, I think it would cost them way too much money to just up and cancel them now, cancel it now. They'd have to wait until they got the, they're out in their contract um, in the fall. Yeah. And then all bets are off. If they want to cancel them, they can cancel them. Yeah. And next weekend is going to be a big, uh, a big Sunday for us next weekend because not only we have the Elimination Chamber pre-show at 6 o'clock, at 3 p.m. next Sunday, at the new location of, of First Base Collectibles, which is going to be run by Johnny K, our sponsor, we'll have a excuse me, we'll have a meet and greet with WWE Hall of Famer Larry Zabisco. So come on, excuse me. So come on down to 38 Center Street, Hollingford, Connecticut, next Sunday, three to five. The top row report will be there for a meet and greet with Larry Zabisco. Looking forward to that. Yes, we will be there. Oh, yeah, definitely. But uh, I guess they got this thing still going on that, um, you know, nobody really knows the status of Daniel Bryan. I mean, have you heard anything more as to, you know, his status, how he's doing, how long he's going to be out, or is it just still basically the same? Yeah, there's no new updates on his um, injury. They're still not even saying what the injury is. Um, the only thing is, is the word backstage is that it's very negative. Um, so they're alluding to the fact that it's, you know, whatever is wrong, whether it's his neck, whether it's his shoulder, whether whatever it might be, um, whether it is concussion syndrome or he's just not responding um, to treatment as, as well as they had hoped. Um, but there's still no, you know, obviously no timetable. There's still not officially saying his career is over, but there's no timetable for a, a Daniel Bryan return. Right. And uh, also, I don't know if uh, the fans were uh, notified uh, last week or this week, whatever, that um, June is going to be a pretty big month. Here at the Top Rope Report on June 7th, <clears throat> next, um, Sunday after, after, after next is going to be a live telephone call from WWE Hall of Famer Coco Beware is going to be joining us online live here at the Top Rope Report. Awesome. Um, then, then June 14th, we all know, is Money in the Bank. Right. And then... And then June 21st, we're going to be we're going to be doing our six month review. We're going to be coming up with who are who we think is right now our 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 top wrestler after the first six months. Who's our top tag team after the first six months? Who's our top diva after the first six months? And so forth and so on. So the first three weeks in June here at the Top Rope Report is going to be pretty big. So you definitely want to. Uh, I really want to tune in and uh, check that out. But I'm definitely looking forward to talking to Coco Beware on June 7th. Good friend of Mr. Trivia's, good friend of the Top Rope Report. Um, 
We were in contact this week, and he's looking forward to doing the show. Well, good, good, good. So how, uh, how's it coming in on your end? Nice and clear? Well, yeah, I mean, I can't get it to work on my computer because um, I was getting feedback because when I'm logged on to my computer, I'm logged on to the same show chat that you are in, and I was getting feedback, and I couldn't hear you on the phone or through the computer, so. Oh, okay. I'm just doing it through my phone. Oh, okay. So we got, um, you know, Monday Night Raw this week. We don't, I mean, you know, I wonder if there's going to be any uh, any more fallout or any matches coming up again for the Chamber on Sunday coming out of Monday Night Raw. I believe there's only, what, three, four matches right now, right? Yeah, right now there's the four. There's the tag team title. No, I think that, no. Officially, there's five now because of the Divas match. So there's Cena and Owens. Um, the tag team title elimination chamber, the IC title elimination chamber, Rollins and Ambrose, and then the Divas triple threat match: Paige, Naomi, and uh, Nikki Bella. Oh, okay. Because I so heard uh... the length of the time that both the chambers usually do. This may be the whole show. It may be a what? The whole show. It may be the entire show. Maybe it might just be five matches. Well, I heard uh, some rumblings uh, a couple days ago that Dolph Ziggler, I guess, I don't know, I I guess they're going to have like an elimination type um thing for the Intercontinental title inside the Elimination Chamber. Right, that's, and, what an elimination, that's what an Elimination Chamber match is. And rumor has it that the last two guys left in the chamber are going to be Ziggler and Rusev for the Intercontinental title. And right. the, rumor, the rumor that I heard was that Lana is going to turn against Ziggler, making Rusev the Intercontinental Champion. Your thoughts on that? Well, that's that's something also that, that I've heard. Um, there was actually a house show on Saturday night where it, the main event was Rusev and Cena in a steel cage match. And at some point during the match, Lana comes down to the ring, um, Rusev is, you know, yelling and screaming and yelling and screaming, telling her to go away, go away. Um, Cena at some point gets Rusev down, um, goes to go to the steel cage, but Lana had knocked out the referee that controls the door to the steel cage, opens it for Cena, and as Cena's starting to go through, slams the door back on Cena's head. So they're still playing off. On the, you know, live events that are not on TV, that Lana is still affiliated with Rusev. So, you know, I, you know we'll, I guess we'll just have to see exactly what happens. Yeah, even after that uh, kissy face segment there on Monday Night Raw last week. Uh, right, right. You know, that was kind of a, a shocker to me, so surprising. I, you know, was surprised. Speculation is, you know what, Dolph Ziggler's... You know, the quote-unquote best-looking guy on the roster, you know, the women's eyes, and he's the, you know, dreamboat. And she was doing it just to make Rusev jealous. 
you know, look, yeah. at, you know, if you're not going to want me, somebody else will. Uh-huh. But what do you think about the six guys they put in the intercontinental um, chamber? What do I think about putting it in? Yeah, the, the, the competitors. Well, I think it's going to be a pretty physical match. I mean, you know, you've got Wade Barrett, you've got Ziggler, you've got, I believe, Sheamus, Rusev, and Neville, I believe it is. Um, well, I know our truth is also the sixth guy. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember for certain if it was Neville or not. But well, I think it's going to be interesting. My pick to win. Well, we'll give you. I'll give you the pick next week. But uh, I have my general idea of who I think the WWE is going to make the Intercontinental Champion after that match. Uh, it's interesting. There's no different way to that. I mean. Your first thought is maybe it's Rusev. Um, and just to try and re-elevate him coming off of this feud. But I, I don't see it being Rusev. Um, but I think the more interesting thing is going to be the following pay-per-view, which I believe is Money in the Bank. Right. So, you know, they, they, they've got to keep in mind what they want to do with the possible winner of the Money in the Bank match and see where that falls into play, you know, as far as, you know, an eventual title holder. Right. And if you notice, Monday night on Raw, Roman Reigns had uh, already declared himself, uh, entered into the money in the bank, and Kane kind of like, you know, you lost to WrestleMania, you lost in the last pay-per-view, you don't deserve to be in money in the bank. Eventually he'll get in because they'll probably have a match where he's going to have to fight somebody to get in and he'll end up winning the match and getting in. But um, before I forget, Top Rope Report likes to send out, would like to send out birthday wishes to the new face of fear, Bray Wyatt. <clears throat> Celebrated his birthday yesterday. And, uh, you know, that's uh, something I wanted to get out there. Like I said, you know, we're up and running on the chat. We are here live yes, on the phone this week, something different. We're live on the phone this week with our co-host, the Nugster, Greg. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he was unable to join us at the studio. So uh, we got together today through text messaging and said, hey, you know, let me call the show and we'll do the show on the phone. And this is something new and it's working out pretty good. And, you know, it might be something we might want to try again in the near future as well. Yeah, you know, if this works out fine, then, you know, if something comes up, you know, at another date or time where, you know, we're not able to connect, you know, and get to the studios, and we both do have, you know, busy lives, you know, beyond the top rope report. And, you know, so this is, you know, kind of, you know, an experimental thing, see how it comes out. You know, if it comes out good, then there's there have been times when we've had to unfortunately, you know, cancel or delay an episode. Um for one reason or another, but if this works out this way, then hey, you know what? We'll never we'll never have to miss a broadcast again. Yeah, that's true. But uh, what is your um, what is your opinion on John Cena versus Kevin Owens? I mean, do we actually have a chance to see a new United States champion? I mean, this Kevin Owens has been around for a while, and he's he's a pretty tough competitor. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see them taking the belt off of Cena to give it to Owens. I do think it'll be a good match where somewhere in the end, um, 
maybe Cena wins by disqualification somewhere or another. Uh, I think this just may be a stopgap to just get, you know, to end the Cena-Rusev um, feud, and, and maybe they they have something in the back of their mind of another feud that they want with Cena. Uh, maybe, a, you know, unfortunately, maybe a returning big show gets involved in the match somehow. Um, I, you know, really not exactly sure. I mean, you know, hey, Roman Reigns isn't anywhere on the card, so maybe he, you know, puts his nose in Cena's business or, you know, who knows? But my only thing is they're building, you know, Cena's built as, you know, the, the, the super champion and, and the face of the company, and he gets taken out by Owens, who then has a, a face-off with Samoa Joe, as to where Samoa Joe comes out like a beast over him. So... Just not really sure where and why they're, you know, going with this match um, at this pay-per-view at this time. Right. Now, do you think that this is a big, uh, that this is a big career move for Samoa Joe? And how is the WWE going to, um, how is the WWE going to utilize him? Because we know years ago, in my opinion, the WWE had, I believe, one of the best guys in wrestling in the WWE, and they didn't know how to use him in one Lex Luger. And I don't want to see, I don't want to see the WWE, you know, not utilize Samoa Joe to his full potential. Well, one one thing I think the WWE and the WWE fans need to understand is, yeah, it's Samoa Joe, but he's not related to the Wild Samoans, to the Usos, to the Rock, to Roman Reigns, Rikishi, he's just named Samoa Joe. I don't want him coming off where he has somehow got some family lineage way down the road or, you know, from way in the past and, like, his brother's mother's uncle's cousin's sister's son's father's daughter's nephew is married to the Usos, uncle's brother's daughter's son's wife's... You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like 23rd cousin on his father's side or something. Exactly, exactly. You know, you go back to 1784 and, you know, um, you know he's got to be able to stand on his own. I think, uh, like I said, I think if he's utilized properly, he could, uh, he, could be, be a, he could be a force to be reckoned with in the WWE. I mean, he's tough. He's got talent. He's, uh, he's pretty quick for a big man. So I think if he's if he's utilized properly, he could uh, he can make some waves in the WWE. Yeah, I I saw somebody um, after you know on Facebook you know subscribed to all these wrestling boards and fan sites and wrestling and this and that and somebody actually posted a picture of Samoa Joe on a face off with Brock Lesnar and say and it said underneath it says I want this at WrestleMania. Oh, okay. And I I couldn't disagree more, but right. But we wonder how long the layoff is going to affect Brock Lesnar. You know, he's not scheduled to come back till SummerSlam, which is another. Again, I, I still don't see anywhere that 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 that's when he's coming back. But you have your sources. Yep. And, well, I mean, if he comes back for SummerSlam, I mean, I guess their original plan is to make Seth Rollins champion until SummerSlam. 
and then bring him back for a main event title match against Brock Lesnar. Now, getting we'll get back to that subject in a minute. So I just want to clarify with you that not all the matches next week are in a chamber, correct? Right. Which, which, one, which ones are in a chamber? Just the two title matches. Um, the IC title match is in a chamber. And the tag team title match is in a chamber. Okay. So so basically then what they're going to do is they're going to lift the chamber for the other matches, and then when the title matches come down, they're going to lower the chamber like they would a cage? Yes. Okay. That, that should be just a like, sight to see. Cause... Just like a cage or a hell in a cell. Yeah, because that's, that's going to be a sight to see because that chamber is a, a big structure. Yep. Well, they, they've and, done it in, in they did it at the past elimination chamber matches. Not every match was always in the elimination chamber. It now, used to just be the it used to just be the SmackDown title and the Raw title were in the chambers, and then you know. Now, uh, according to the matches that you have, what kind of pay per view is this going to be without Randy Orton, without Roman Reigns? without Bray Wyatt. I mean, could this be a pay-per-view like we've seen before where one match saves... Well, really not a pay-per-view. It's on WWE Network. Let me uh, right. clarify. It's not a pay-per-view. It's just a special that they're putting on the WWE Network, but it will right. be live. And I but, think that's, that's how you can get away with not having a Randy Orton or not having a Roman Reigns or Bray Wyatt or, you know, on that card because, I mean... You have, you know, it's not, you're not charging, trying to charge somebody forty four ninety nine to watch it on a pay-per-view channel. Um, right. You're giving, basically, you're, you're, you're putting the show on for free on a Sunday night. On May right. 20th, the WWE Network is free for the end of the month of May to new subscribers. Right. Where normally it would be $9.99. Like I have to pay every month. <laughs> yeah. And, um. But I was thinking the other day, it's, you know, for me, I still consider it a pay-per-view because it's Elimination Chamber, it's Eric Bischoff's creation, and I was thinking the other day, you know, there's no Randy Orton, there's no Bray Wyatt, uh, there's no Roman Reigns. Is this going to be a show like we've seen in the past, I'll use the word pay-per-view again, as we've seen in the last pay-per-views where one match has saved the whole show because we've seen some really... I mean, some of the WWE, some of the WWE pay-per-views in the past have really sucked. Yes, like we, I agree. Like when, we, when we did our show with uh, Joseph Von Schmidt at Hooters, I mean, one the one match saved that pay-per-view, and that was kind of disappointing that you know people were spending all that money to watch a pay-per-view, and one match had to save the whole show. I just right. hope that this doesn't. But this doesn't come out that way because I like the Elimination Chamber. That's one of my favorite uh, "quote unquote" pay-per-views, and uh, I'm I'm kind of hoping that they that they make this out as a big one. Where's it coming from, by the way? I'm sorry. What was that? Where's it coming from? I believe it's Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh, okay. Hold on. I, 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 coming off of this last pay-per-view which, in my eyes, so far this year, 
um, only WrestleMania was a better pay-per-view than the one that we just saw, in my opinion. I agree. Um, and it's actually probably one of the better pay-per-views in the last couple of years. Um, and maybe it was because there were low expectations going into it. I- I'm not sure, but I think the matches that were put together were put together excellent. I see, you know, this pay-per-view being good. I, I really do. Um, not really sure about the Owen Cena match. Um, the Divas, uh, you know, glad that Paige is back. I, you know, I love seeing her in the ring. Uh, and I think, you know, that should be, you know, a good, you know, decent, um, Divas match. Then you got your two chamber matches, which speak for themselves. What I'm interested in seeing is when you have, or if you have, all six tag teams, all four tag teams come out of the pods, and you have 12 guys in that ring trying to get over and around and up and under each other. I mean, how are both guys of the Ascension fitting in those pods? You know, yeah. you know, a little bit, you know, kind of big. So, you know, I think it's very interesting about that match. I think the IC title match is going to be really good. And then I think Rollins and Ambrose, I think that's going to be the show stealer. I just think just the way the two of them, you know, the chemistry they have from working together in the past to now having to work against each other in the ring, I think it has a chance to be an outstanding match. Right. That's that's one that I'm definitely looking forward to as well. Now, is there going to be a pre-show on this one, like they have I'm, on the pay-per-view? I'm sure there probably will be uh, some type of pre-show as to what kind of match they may or may not put on it. I don't know, maybe, you know, I, I don't know, because they, they usually throw a tag team match on the pre-show, but you got six tag teams in the actual show. So, I don't know, you know, what you would do for a pre-show. So, it very well could just be, you know, the five matches. Yeah, because I saw the pictures of the tag teams that are going to be in the Elimination Chamber, and it looks like the Usos are going to be competing. So, it's going to be nice to see them back. No, I don't think the Usos are in the picture. Well, they showed the Usos. They showed um, Los Matadores. Um, they showed those other luchadors, which was three. They showed um, Cesaro and Kid, which was four. They showed um, the New Day, which is five. And then they showed Sandow and uh, the other jabroni there. At six. All right, because the official lineup on www.com has the competitors as the New Day, Los Matadores, Bless you. the Primetime Players, the Brass Ring Club, a.k.a. Cesaro and Kid, the Ascension, and then the Lucha Dragons. Hmm. That would be uh, interesting. I'm going to have to make my my pick as to who I believe, you know, next week when we do the pre-show. Is to, uh, you know, they're going to be under the, tor- the, it's gonna be under the tornado tag team rules, meaning each member of the team is in the ring at the same time. 
Oh, okay. So they're going to have six guys in the ring at the same time. Well, no. They can have all 12 guys in the ring. Yeah. So. You're going to start out with, with each of the pods with one tag team in it, and then there'll be two tag teams that are in the chamber. But you don't have to wait outside the ring to be tagged in. All, you know, both competitors of the teams are in. When a pod okay. opens, a tag team comes in, so then you have three tag teams or six wrestlers freely wrestling in the ring. Now, what I find interesting is you just have to pin somebody to win. Correct? Yep. So, what happens if, just hypothetically speaking, to try and end the match, you're not doing too well, things aren't going good, maybe you're, you know, you're the New Day and you're still your champions and you're going against the primetime players and they just have the upper hand, have the upper hand. What happens if Big E pins Kofi? If Big E pins Kofi? Yeah, if Big E pins Kofi. Are they champions or are they eliminated? Hmm. Then it ends in a no contest. I don't know. Just just throwing something weird out there. Yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't see how that would be possible. That, but I guess it is every every tag team for themselves. But I don't really see how Big E will end up paying Kofi. I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, they're getting their ass kicked. You know, does he pin Kofi to say, hey, you know what? Well, wait a minute. I pinned him so we win the belts, but Kofi got pinned, so they're eliminated. I don't know, just something else weird. Yeah, you that's true. Know, you never know it's WWE. Right. You know, we've had Royal Rumbles where two guys foot hit the floor at the same time. We have Royal Rumbles where a guy gets thrown out of the ring with his feet don't touch and he does a handstand all the way back to get back to the ring. You know, mm-hmm. we've had to around by bunnies. So, you know, WWE, nothing is ever out of play. Right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to do that. I'm really looking forward to to seeing that tag team in the eliminate that tag team match uh, at the elimination chamber. But uh, like I said before, we're here on we're here live at 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. You're listening to the Top Rope Report with Mr. Trivia and the Nugster Greg here for another. Uh, 26 minutes or so, but uh, any uh, any other news that you want to get out there? I mean, you've got your top 10 things that you should know about wrestling. Well, we've already talked about four of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, another, uh, first thing I did want to mention, um, as you, you know, wanted to wish you had birthday to Bray Wyatt, um, yesterday was also the anniversary um, to the day of 1999, you know, the tragic accident that took Owen Hart's life. Um, yeah, so a lot of things online yesterday about, you know, wrestlers reminiscing and Natalia put a post up about it. Um, you know, you know, their brother-in-law is lost and gone, you know, um, you know, so just, you know, keep that, keep that in mind. There's our there's our mascot making his present show. Um, Trim, just 
take over for one second so I can go strangle my dog? Yeah, sure. That's right back. Cool. All right. But we got, uh, well, Nugs are taking care of a little business with our mascot there. And, uh, yeah, well, like I said, you're listening to the Top Rope Report on 1640 PWPR, Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. We're also on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker.com, and TalkShoe.com. We're talking about next week's show which is the Elimination Chamber. Like I said, also next week, we will be out at First Base, um, the Bulls, which has been taken over by our sponsor, Johnny K from M&J Video Games and Collectibles for a meet-and-greet autograph signing with WWE Hall of Famer Larry Zabisco, 38 yeah, Center Street. Looking forward to seeing a new place. Yeah, I know, me too. I, he's already got the under new management sign up, so we're definitely looking forward to going next week. All right. And, and I told him, I said, you know, it's about damn time that he had one of those on a Sunday where we could make it together as a team, you know? Right, right. Because I, I was out there last Friday for the meet and greet with Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and it was, uh, it was, it was pretty interesting, pretty nice. He's a big man. Very uh, deep into his religious faith, and you know, he's a great guy to talk to. His uh, agent, Bobby Rydell, good friend of the Top Rope Report, did a nice promo about our show. So I want to thank him for that. And, uh, you know, like I said, definitely looking forward to seeing that next week and hopefully many more to come. Uh, also, another thing I was meaning to talk to you about, Sonny. Yeah, it was something else on my top ten, so you got to stop talking to me so I can get through these. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, as you were starting to say, um, Sonny has been offered a six-figure deal with Vivid Entertainment. Um, for those of you who don't know what Vivid Entertainment is, it is a pretty big, um, I believe, online pornographic website. <laughs> Uh, and he's starting to have second thoughts. Um, you know, read online today that she's kind of 60-40 um, into doing this to where a week ago, if, you know, you put a gun to her head, you would have had to because she was already, you know, laying out her clothes to spread her legs. Um, her boyfriend is all aboard and behind her efforts to do this. Um, he just wants to be the first screener of anything that she does and kind of give his quote-unquote sign-off because um, I guess there are certain lines and certain things that he doesn't want her to be portrayed in. Right. Because she was quoted as saying on TMZ that she wants to be slammed between the sheets and not between the ropes. Right, right. So it's going to be interesting to see how... Uh, how Vivid is going to handle a situation like this and how Sonny's going to handle the situation. So it should be interesting to see how that's going to play out. Yep. Um, staying with the um, with the women of wrestling, if you want to say, a uh, quick note that Total Divas, which comes back on the air in July, will be changing um, dates of the week. It used to be seen on Sunday nights. It is going to be moved to Tuesday nights. Um, I think this is really due to the fact that you know what, July and August are prime time summer months, 
And a lot of people do things on the weekends, whether you go away just for the weekend or you go camping or you go to an amusement park or you just go away or you do your family picnics. They're on the weekends. So I think them moving the show to Tuesday nights is just an effort to make sure they maximize the potential viewership. Right. Could be a good move. Could be a, a big move and a good move on the WWE's part to have it switch nights for the summer. Mm-hmm. Renee Young is currently being stalked. Oh. Reports are coming out that both ESPN and Fox Sports are keeping an eye on Renee Young and very seriously interested in recruiting her services when her WWE um, contract expires. Not exactly sure when that happens, but if they're keeping an eye on her, um, especially ESPN, you know, pretty much, you know, you look at most of the, you know, sports center anchors and, you know, NBA countdown and and these other sideline reporters, they're all beautiful young women. And okay. Renee Young is definitely a beautiful young woman. Yeah, just ask Dean Ambrose. He'll verify to that. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. Good things, you know, a little bit more about TNA. Um, I guess TNA is being sued by one Garrett Bischoff claiming just over 100000 I think the, the figure was $104,000 and change um, an unpaid money that they never gave him. Um, his his dad has retained a, a very big time lawyer in the field uh, for his services, and you know, just further evidence that TNA is is struggling. Well, to not I only, thought... to not only oh. but to get good talent, where if you're paying Garrett Bischoff. $100,000 to do anything for you, you're pretty desperate. I know. I was under the impression that Dixie Carter had all kinds of money, and now, you know, it's well, been... But that, been that's the, is she may have a lot of money personally and come from money, but that doesn't mean the company has a lot of money. You know what I mean? You you make and break money, you know, whether your company, you know, your owners of companies, yeah, they may have fat paychecks. You know, Mark Cuban is a billionaire, you know, but the Dallas Mavericks may be failing, and his, he, well, maybe Mark Cuban's a different, you know, not a good example, but he's not going to pull, you know, just change out of his pocket to, to help them if they're struggling. He's going to change only. He's going to change, you know, general manager. He's going to change coach. He's going to change players to make sure that the team becomes successful again and use the revenue that it's generated to pay their players. So she may have money, you know, personally, but as far as the business goes, it's just not generating what it needs to generate. Right, because we've had the conversations on the show in the past about, uh, excuse me, about TNA, how TNA has been uh, noted for not paying their talent. Right. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see where that that goes as far as uh, the lawsuit and 
and everything else. Yeah, which brings me to my next little TNA bit. Um, their current TNA World Champion, I believe. <laughs> I didn't watch this past week or see anything, but Kurt Angle. Um, in long interview discussing, you know, some various things in his career, what it felt like to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, the fact that he is going to be honored at the, at the upcoming pro wrestling um, Hall of Fame ceremonies they're going to be having in a month or two, you know, and then he was asked about when his contract had expired, you know, how close was he coming to re-signing with WWE? And he said... You know, with the amount of dates that I have that I perform now, the amount of money and just pure interest in storyline with TNA, TNA trumped WWE hand over fist. WWE couldn't match what TNA was going to give me. So once again, you, you look at they're paying Garrett Bischoff $100,000. How much could they be paying a man like Kurt Angle who right now is probably carrying the company, right. you know? So what What are they paying him? I mean, over a million? Figures, the, yeah. the WWE wouldn't offer Kurt Angle a million dollars to wrestle for them on a part-time schedule, say, like Brock Lesnar? Yep, you know it wasn't cheap to bring Sting in, so I'm sure they're paying him quite oh. a bit of money. And so you don't I, even have I, I think show. this is one boat that the WWE let sail and should not have. Because I think that if they had brought Kurt Angle aboard to be the one that fugued Rusev instead of Cena, I think it would have been incredible. Right. Because Kurt Angle's got that all-American look, and he's got the red, white, and blue trunks, and yeah, you have Rusev walking out with the Russian star, and you got Kurt Angle walking out with his Olympic U.S. gold medal. Uh, what what better, you know, scenario could you have? Right. And my final note: I want to get your opinion on this one. This one, I, I read um, online that. WWE Creative is split pretty much 50-50 on a storyline. The storyline is that they're going to that is is going to come into work is Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Somehow Bray Wyatt's feud with Ryback the focus then turns somehow on Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Your feelings on this? Go. Well, they said something about they wanted to to change Bray Wyatt's character. I kind of like Bray Wyatt's character the way it is. But if they're going to be doing something with him and and his brother, Bo Dallas, um, are we seeing a a tag team forming? Are we seeing... No, feud. A feud. A feud. Oh, I don't. Uh, I don't I think mean, that'll uh, that'll fly very well. Bo Dallas isn't really. To uh, me, to me, that's like taking. We'll say, I don't know. In your opinion, right now, who's the best baseball team in the major leagues? St. Louis, the Dodgers. 
right now those are the two teams that have the best record that you want to throw the Astros in there. To me, it's taking one of those teams and saying, you know what, you're going to play against um, the Greensboro Hornets of the A-Ball League. They just don't match. It doesn't make doesn't make a sense. It's like having the Dallas Cowboys, not that I think they're the best football team, playing a high school football team. It just doesn't you're you're lowering somebody to a level to help to try to elevate somebody up and it's not gonna work. Right. And and would would it be to a situation where will Bo Dallas put his brother over? And I can't see that happen because Bo no. Dallas Bray Wyatt is in a is in a, I mean will Bray Wyatt put Bo Dallas over? I don't see yeah, that happening. Bray Wyatt Bray is in a yeah, he's a title contender. Bo yeah. Dallas is is not even a mid card performer. Right. You know, he's he's a comedy act. Unless they have big plans coming up for Bo Dallas now, I mean, I don't know, but if they got big plans coming up for Bo Dallas, then you know, let let him go, let him you know go over. Against other talent, not right. Bray, Bray Wyatt, like you said, he's a title contender. Had a match against the Undertaker. He's feuding with, with Ryback. I just don't see. I just don't see this making any sense at all. The only the only way I can see it making a little sense is if they if Bray Wyatt does want to rebrand himself, maybe going into a feud with somebody like a Bo Dallas and coming out on the bottom end of that feud leads to a rebranding of Bray Wyatt. That's the only way I think it could be mildly successful, and I say that really, really, really stretchingly. Right. I can uh, I can see that happening as well, because like I said, there, are, there, are, there were some plans in the works as early as this week talking about, you know, restructuring his character I don't know what they're, how they're going to restructure his character to make him meaner, to make him a, a face, or, or how they're going to do it. But I just don't see any sense. Of, I just don't see this making any uh, any sense out of this at all. Not at all. And that's well, the 10 things you need to know. There you go. Oh, heard only here on the Top Rope Report. Um, but any more word on Global Force Wrestling, when they're starting up, when they're going to have any shows? I know they, they, they've scheduled shows that will be in the month of June, um, and I believe, like, the first few shows they're doing are um, after minor league baseball games. Um, there'll be a baseball game, and then they'll set up the ring after the game is over, or, or the ring will be already set up, and they have to wheel it out or something. Um, so I believe, like, the first few um, shows they're doing, but those are in June. Um, I don't remember the exact dates, but it's like around like the 14th, maybe might be the first show. It's, you know, and then the couple weekends, you know, a couple, they think they have like a, a Saturday, Sunday show, and then the following week they had a Friday show, and so it's not too far away. Um, as reported last week, Scott Hall was named as a member of their main roster, he was then drunk at an indie show that he was doing a 
appearance at, and he is now no longer on Global Force Wrestling's roster. Right. Um, speculation about WWE having a little something to do with that um, due to, you know, his WrestleMania appearance and, you know, stuff like that, that maybe WWE didn't want him on Global Force Wrestling. I think that's just, you know, um, what do they call it? Damage control. Right. I read something about that. It's pretty sad because Scott Hall has always been a, um, a main event wrestler for quite a long time. And, you know, like I said, we all have our, our problems and we all have our demons and he's still trying to cope with them. And, you know, glad that he's in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, there's there's a time and a place for everything. And showing up at a wrestling event as a Hall of Famer drunk does not uh, look very well on his resume. Yeah. But, uh, so that's uh, pretty much it in a nutshell, you know. I mean, like I said, we this is something that uh, we tried to do. Hopefully, the Nugster will be able to get his specs back for next week, and we'll be... Uh, absolutely, absolutely. We'll be back at the studio next week to do our... Um, our Elimination Chamber preview. We'll have our predictions, and hopefully we'll have... Mike Ferrara call and join us in with the predictions as well because you can hear a lot of those other shows here on BWPR 1640 Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. You got the Ken Reedy Show, you got King Firehawk, you got uh, Mike Ferrara Speaks, you got this uh, Surge. One uh, One Wrestling is on there now, and you know the the web the podcast radio is growing by leaps and bounds each week. So. You can catch all these great shows on on the site, and you know, hopefully, we'll have a lot more going on as far as the um, elimination chamber goes. Like I said, next week we're going to be at First Base Collectibles with Larry Zabisco. Definitely uh, looking forward to that. And have any uh, have any parting thoughts there, Nugster, before we? Wrap up another edition of the Talk Rope Report here? No, not really. And you know, I've had my uh, things I want to talk about. I think you hit on a you know a bunch of other things. Um, I think it's you know sky's the limit with what WWE wants to do with Samoa Joe. Um, you know, I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do with you know Owens and Cena. You know, next week at the Chamber, and you know, just hopefully looking forward to another you know great show next week. Yep. And my one final thought is what. The, what other plans does the WWE have for Sting? I heard through the grapevine this past week that uh, they want to put Sting in a tag team match at SummerSlam, and his tag team partner they want to put him up against. The, they want to put him teamed up with the Undertaker, and that that's just speculation. That's just rumor. I don't see those two meeting in the ring partners or opponents until WrestleMania 32, so we don't know how that's going to play out, and if they do get a match with them, you know, who who are they going to feud with because, you know, Sting was quoted as saying on Monday Night Raw that you know, whatever the WWE throws at him, he'll definitely welcome it, so we'll have to see that. Well, Greg, we'll be in touch again this week going over some uh, going over some news and notes for next week's Elimination Chamber Report. I want to thank you for joining Absolutely. us on the end of the line here. 
So for the notes for Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia from 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next week on the Top Rope Report.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.